MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime live from the South Point, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could hang with us tonight. Double header in the NBA, quadruple header in the National Hockey League. First quarter in the books in Miami, and the Heater up seven, 31 24. Tyler Hero with a nice handle and drive to the uh, rack for the uh, last bucket for the Heat to put them up seven. Kelly's got all the updates on everything. Yeah, I was just checking, uh, doing some research on that Dwayne Dedman. Uh, how many threes has he taken this year? Because yeah. we just saw him airball one after after a beautiful uh, dunk. But uh, 19 he did make this year, oh. which is way up from the one he made last year. <sighs> Wow. And the eight of the year before that. So, well, judging, uh, but still, judging by that last shot, he probably should. Yeah, probably should regress away. to uh, yeah. taking the uh, eight shots a season from downtown, and never in a playoff game. Anyways, live lines on that game right now: Heat ten and a half and two oh nine and a half is the total over on the ice. Hurricanes two to nothing lead in the first intermission over the Bruins. Carolina minus eight hundred live. Boston plus four fifty. Your total set at six. Lightning and Maple Leafs, seven and a half minutes left to go in the first period. That is scoreless. If you wanted to get in live, Maple Leafs minus 150, the Lightning plus 110. Total set at five. Over in Major League Baseball, we got a bunch of games going on right now. We will start with Padres and the Guardians. That game is in the eighth inning already. Padres leading that one five to two. Live numbers currently off the board. Rangers and Phillies scoreless this game in the bottom of the fifth. Live numbers off the board there as well. Orioles all over the Twins, six to nothing. Yes. This game in the top of the fourth inning. Orioles minus 3,200 live. Twins 12 to 1, 10 and a half. Your live total. 
Blue Jays up on the Yankees 2-1. to one. That game in the top of the fourth inning. Blue Jays minus 150, Yankees plus 120, 8.5 your total. Red Sox lead the Angels 2 to nothing. That game in the bottom of the third. Red Sox minus 435 live, Angels plus 300, 7.5 your total. Reds up on the Brewers early, 2 to nothing in the first inning. Live bet on the Brewers? Let's see. We've got numbers are off the board right now. What's the score of that game? Two to nothing. Two nothing Reds. Reds in the first. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Bottom of the first. Now we are there. Uh, Brewers minus one fifty five live. <laughs> Reds plus one twenty five. Well, still the bottom of the first, I guess. Yeah, yeah nine and a half yeah. in total. White Sox up on the Cubs one two nothing. That one in the bottom of the second inning. White Sox minus one eighty five. Cubs plus one fifty six and a half your total. All right. Uh, Wells Fargo Championship for this year. Goes to Avenel. Used to be a uh, regular tour stop of the PGA Tour um, at Avenel in uh, Potomac, Maryland, just outside of D.C. But the Wells Fargo Championship is here this week. And last week we had uh, John Rahm as the big short shot, the, the really short short shot, if you will, against a field of golfers in uh, field of golfers in Mexico. He ends up winning as the dramatic short shot. Rory McIlroy, the only one here in single digits. In the outrights here before this tournament, not quite as short of a shot as Rom was last week, but he is—he's uh, at plus eight fifty, and the next closest golfer to him in the outrights, Matt, is Corey Connors at sixteen to one, and everybody's longer than that. And this is one. Of, this is a tournament. Todd Wright was talking about this this morning. Wells Fargo Championship. Rory is the defending champion, and this tournament has more off the course obligations for the winner before the tournament starts than most every other tournament on tour. So it's a bit of a pain for a guy like Rory if you're looking at off-the-court okay. stuff. Yeah, this this one, look, TPC Potomac is the reason why there isn't a ton of, of big names here in this one because this tournament is going to be a grind. It mm-hmm. is, it's a par 70 with every type of penalties type of situation you're going to see. So... You can't bomb it here because of the way the course is laid out. The the if you look at the rough, it's going to be super penal at three point five. You know, <laughs> about three about three and a half inches. Um, and if you this. go beyond the rough, it's about the worst situation you're going to find. And on there's the PGA out of bounds. Yeah, yeah, and there's out of bounds over there. There's yeah, water. Forests, if, trees. You, if you don't have angles, then it's going to be you know trees are going to be in your way. So. I think a lot of guys skip this because they're like, I don't want to go out there and miss a cut, you know, on a, on an event like before I had over. Uh, it's like the Honda over, Classic every year. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the toughest courses on tour. All the guys live right there and they still skip it. Yeah. Because they don't want to embarrass themselves. And so it's just going to be, it, it, it's going to be a slog. So you're not going to see the scoreboard get lit up here this week. So it, it is 156 guys. It is 65 in ties. Um, but we're again, like we're looking at my guess would be, I mean, the last time we have data from here is like 2017, 2018. I didn't use any of that Kelly, just because the game has changed so much in the last four years yeah. that like, I just didn't use any of and the course has changed a bit too. So I looked at it a little bit, but not much. You're, yeah. you're right. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go basing a lot of your, a lot of your info off. Yeah. So like, I, I just, you know, for me, didn't, didn't take a ton into any of that from 2017, 2018. And plus like, there's a little bit more analytics going on as well. I expect a lot of these guys to, which is why. It was a little bit tough for me in modeling this week because I expect some of these guys to take less than driver, right? Yep. Because people are understanding that it's like it, 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 they've got they've got the numbers. It's better to just hit the fairway 
you guys are longer than ever before. So yeah, it'll be a long iron, but Hey, you know, that's, that's okay for you guys and et cetera, et cetera. So anyhow, um, if you take a look at, if you take a look at this, there's some really long par fours on this course. So that is one of the things you're going to be looking at a lot of the approach shots, because I do believe guys are going to be taking less than driver. I think we're going to be seeing, you know, 175 plus on these approaches mm -hmm. because again, it's, it's a, there's, there's a lot of holes that it's just better to have good placement than it is to be long. And so, you know, they're going to try to place it and yeah, it'll be a longer approach shot. But if you go much, if you, if you, if you go too long, as Kelly was talking about, like you're going to end up in some stuff that's just going to be unplayable. And this is the type of course, the way that it's set up, you can have a blow up hole and, and, and miss the cut. And be toast. Yeah. Yep. Like, and, and be over with. That's right? what all the players were talking about. Yeah. yeah. It's just the, you can't kill yourself. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. This was, I think, more than any other tournament this year, Matt, where I looked more for accuracy off the tee than anything distance-wise. Yeah. So it's going to be one of those where you're you're going to see some guys with sevens and eights on their card, and it's just and and their tournament's going to be over. And you you're know? talking long approach shots into the four smallest greens on the PGA Tour. Right. Which is why whenever we come back around to kind of what I was looking at this week from a modeling standpoint, as you mentioned. I didn't do driving distance at all. I don't care at all this week. I think it's a bonus. I don't look at it as a requirement. Yeah, me either. So I didn't put it in the model because I didn't want it to skew anything. So I have fairways gained. I have strokes gained approach. I have proximity 175 to 200. I have bogey avoidance because, again, there, is going, there are going to be holes where you just miss the green, and I just want guys to take their – just, just be conservative, go up there, par the hole, move on. Do what you got to do. You missed the fairway. You, you got into this bad rough. Don't try to be a hero. Go up there, par the hole, move on. Uh, scrambling, because again, as Kelly just mentioned, small greens, hard to hit. So there's going to be a lot of scrambling involved here. Uh, par fours, 450 to 500, because there are several of them on this course. I want to see how guys play that. And then just greens, gain, uh, greens and regulations gained. Yep. I played that one as well, because... There is going to be a, a massive advantage, obviously, to to hitting the greens. It's just going to be um, tough. It's just going to be difficult. So I don't know how much of that you used in yours and what you didn't and all that, but are yeah, we fairly similar? Yeah, basically the same thing. I, I added a little off the tee just because off the tee is, you know, it's a combination mm -hmm. of distance and accuracy, but did fairways gain, uh, yeah, approach, greens regulations, par fours, 450 to 500, and then they, I mixed in a little bit of around the green scrambling and sand saves, which all kind of cross over a little bit, but I think you're just going to have to have, you're going to have to be able to save your yourself on a couple holes here you got 81 bunkers uh, on this course so I, it stand saves isn't usually one I, i'll punch in the model but with that many bunkers it's something i had to punch in this week so yeah it looks like we got a lot of a lot of the same uh, stats we were looking at yeah i didn't do anything for sand saves because it's just going to be so hard to to sand save. so it's got these like scottish style bunkers on this so they're super super funky for these guys to hit out of and so like mm -hmm. sand save percentage and the one thing i the one thing i did look at is the last couple of times they played here was how these guys did out of these bunkers they they only they only saved 44% of the time yeah out of these bunkers. So, I mean, like, you get it in the bunker, you're, it's not. I've walked it's this course. Good. My only recollection mm -hmm. is the number of bunkers and the depth of the bunkers. Yeah. yeah. And it's just so incredibly tough. And the, the reason we keep talking about accuracy and the reason I was not in on distance at all this, this week and stuff like that. So, going back a little bit to those 2017, 2018 stats, like I said, there was some of the stuff that I pulled from just a tad. 
the drives in those tournaments that missed the fairways only reached the green in regulation 40% of the time. So it is just going to be so incredibly important for these dudes to be able to to get it onto the to get it onto the the fairway so that they'll at least have a chance to get it onto the green. And then, like I said, birdies are going to be few and far between, which is I think probably why you didn't include I didn't include opportunities gained or birdies or better or any of that stuff because like I just there's not going to be that many opportunities. Yeah, so like, I didn't I'm do not, anything with putting. Like, I didn't I'm, do anything. I, like none of that stuff. And and the thing is with this is it actually has one of the lowest three putt percentages on tour. Strictly because, like, you don't you don't hit the greens that often, so it's like you're like chipping up onto yeah, the, the greens. Green. Are so small, yeah, right? You're yeah. either on it and you two putt, yeah, or you're yeah, off yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so like you, you people were looking at this and saying like, well, it can't be that bad. The, the three putt percentage is so low. It's like no, because they're not on the green to begin with. Like they, you, they're like you're chipping onto the green and then you're kind of going from there, and then you two putt, which is basically three putting and you know et cetera. So yes, there's there's not as as big of a three putt percentage here, but that's strictly because these greens are so incredibly small here. So uh, with me, elite, elite iron, elite iron play was all I was looking for. Accuracy off the tee is all I was looking for, and guys that can scramble a little bit. And I think it's going to be praying from from that, Kelly. Yeah, I'm with you. That, that was basically what I looked at too. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll get to all our bets on the other side, I guess, for this. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to your bets on the other side. We'll do the uh, one and done. I'll figure out another creative way to lose a draft. You know that kind of thing. And by the way, just for those wondering. The guys do review all of their picks after the tournament itself as well. We just wanted to point that out. Coming back on the other side, right here on VEASAN's Prime Time Action. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime from the South Point Hotel Casino, tip of the strip here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Gil, Matt, Kelly. All right, you guys went through the uh, preamble but didn't get your bets out. Matt, what do you got here? Wells Fargo. Yeah, so let's uh, let's take a look here at the, at the model. And, you know, first and foremost, it's a shorter shot in all this, but it's – I just can't I just cannot deny these numbers. It's so incredibly overwhelming in favor of Corey Connors for, yeah. for this tournament. That was that the same way. It, it, I just had to put him on the card. I mean, like if you look at fifty, if you look at thirty six and you look at twenty four, like because I also I also put in difficult scoring conditions, Kelly, just because, you know, this is one of those this is a difficult. It's going to be difficult yep. scoring conditions, of course. Well, and you, you don't. I don't know if you, you. This is the only difference between me and Matt is I. I, I will run a twelve last twelve round model. I don't know if you even do. And I, you run last fifty. I don't even look at the last fifty yeah. usually. But Corey was even top five in the last twelve. Yeah. So Connor's one overall in fifty, one overall in thirty six, and then third overall in twenty four for me. So just too much to ignore. So he gets. Uh, he gets the treatment here. I mean, if you look, if you want like a nice solid base here, if you look at, I mean, last 36 rounds for him, third fairways gained, third in approach, third in par fours, 450 to 500, first in greens and regulation gained, 26th in bogey avoidance, so he doesn't make bogeys either. I mean, there's just so much to love about Corey Connors yep. in this one. So, And almost equally the same with, with Matt Fitzpatrick, right? I mean, he's yep. another guy that is not outside of the top 30 in all but one of the categories that I'm looking at. Now, there's he's 84th in the field in proximity 175 to 200, but uh, everything else checks every single box. And so, it, again, another thing. And his form is really, really good. I know he's coming – I know there was a miscut in there, but outside of that, he has been playing – Super, super well. All the rest of these were just number plays as far as outrights go. And 
it was just different. I know you found a better number on Laird. But well, I was going to say numbers play on on him, but he he popped in my model too. Yeah. I, I mean, he was he was popping top ten in some of these. Um, look, Joel Dahman, Doug Gim, Lucas Glover, Martin Laird. All these guys, like Domin, Gim, Laird, Glover. I have Domin and Gim both at 66-1. to Laird at 100, where Kelly's got better than that. And then and Lucas Glover, this is like – so I'll put it this way. I got 125-1 to this morning where, you know, we assume sharp people are betting into the book over at Circa or whatever. He's 80-1 to at Circa. Mm. And there's 125-1 to still here in town or whatever. And so, so he was getting some love as well. All of those guys were just – Higher, far, far higher in my model than their betting price reflected, and that's whenever I pull the trigger on some of these long shots and stuff. Look, they're not—I I don't expect them to win, but there's just to me value in yeah. all of those guys. Top 40s on Damon Straka, uh, Johnny Vegas, Martin Laird, Brian Harmon, Lucas Glover, Doug Gim. So it's just—it's a, a big top 40 tournament for me because it's like—it's like. It's like it's going to be a grind, and so I'll give these guys four rounds to kind of grind their way into the into the top forty, and then I'll play some bomb outrights, and then that's going to be about it for me. The the, the top twenty, I think, is like going to be littered with heartbreak this week if you're playing a bunch of those markets and top thirties, oh, and so so yeah. So I I played top forties. I'll give them four rounds to kind of grind their way back into there, and then that's how I'm how I'm going about it. Yeah, for me, uh, three three of the same outrights: Connors, Fitzpatrick, and Laird, and then of course a couple of. Uh, Kelly's regulars, uh, Keegan Bradley and Kerry Woodland in there. Keegan. I am fading so much Gary Woodland. Oh, okay, good. I'm going to play. Bring I'm going to play against go. him in any head-to-head. I can. All right, cool. You're, you're in auto Gary Woodland mode. At yeah, this I, point. I really am. Yeah. I really am. He, I, he's been he's been playing well recently. I think that I mean, hey, won a U.S. Open at Pebble Beach, a shorter track where he's known for a longer hitting. I think it's I think it sets up better for him this week than he did last week. So yeah, I'm still I'm getting a better number on him this week on the outright market. So yeah, I was back on him this week. Uh, there too, and Keegan Bradley last tw- last twelve rounds he was he was tops of my model mat, and he is I mean his last three events, eighth at the Valero, miscut at the Valspar, but fifth at the Players, eleventh at the Arnold Palmer. Uh, he's been playing good golf recently, so I'm back home with Keegan. Woodland sixty um, first in my model for the last twenty four rounds, so outside the top sixty for him. Wow. Okay. Um, so yeah, and then I played top twenties: Fitzpatrick, Connors, Bradley, Woodland. Top forty on Laird and Ryan. Ryan Armour was another guy that was kind of popping in my models. We didn't do anything outright on him, but uh, he was man. He was second in my last twelve, and uh, where is he? Ninth in my last thirty-six or last twenty-four round model. So I, he's a big number, but top forty on him at plus two forty. Thought was a good play. Played Gary Woodland over Terrell Hatton in a matchup. Uh, Hatton was not a guy that really was up there too too far for me this week. But he is he's such a volatile golfer. I mean, I mean, Connors can be the same way, but Terrell Hatton it's he can either blow up or go out and win the thing, and it wouldn't surprise me either way. Uh, Paul Casey had to withdraw from the pro am today. He he's still having injury issues said he's going to try to give it a go tomorrow but might end up with uh pulling out before this uh before this uh the round one even starts so i did play a couple matchups against him this might they might just end up being canceled see was a guy who was like didn't didn't play in many bets this week but did uh did pull on the trigger pulling the trigger uh, in a matchup against casey and then a few first round leaders bets against some of the with more of the more volatile guys we have. Corey Connors, Keegan Bradley, Siwoo Kim, Martin Laird. I'm just hoping one of them, well, especially those top three, can actually hit a few putts tomorrow and maybe uh, maybe cash me something early. 
So that's that's all my bets. All right, a couple hockey goals. Uh, Hurricanes, they had a two-man advantage, but I think technically they got a goal with a one-man advantage right when uh, another skater came back on the ice. Three to nothing. Carolina over Boston already with a one to nothing lead in that best-of-seven series. And... The Tampa Bay Lightning I put the biscuit in the basket. Victor Hedman, power play goal, unassisted. L- closing stages of the first period. That uh, We go to intermission there. We go to the break. One to nothing, Tampa Bay, who 14 most recent playoff losses. The next game, 14-0 are the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're a goal closer to making it 15-0. All right, one and done. You guys ready to do this? Let's go. One and done. You're the only one who hadn't submitted. I, I submitted. Oh, okay. I submitted. I'm I on for- Keegan. Oh, Matt and I are just, we're just thinking the same things every week now. I already played him. <laughs> Corey, I, I figured if anybody played him, he would, that was the, that was, you know, the only way someone was not going to play Corey Connors. Yeah. So Matt and I are on Corey Connors and you're on Keegan Bradley for the Wells Fargo championship. Two weeks away from the PGA, the golf's, uh, the golf's second major. Yeah. Golf- you got, uh, you got any PGA championship bets yet, Matt? I don't, but I plan on shopping around tonight, actually, because I don't. I've heard about a couple off numbers here in town. So oh, I'm, have I'm you a, now? I'm going to take a peek at a couple. Oh, have you yeah, now? Yes, I have. I have. So I, I think it's going to be able to do a little shopping uh, with that. One of uh, them is not Tiger Woods, I'm guessing? No, not Tiger Woods. I'm not uh, betting not Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods. Here's me and Keegan Bradley together, by the way, uh, at, after the 2011 uh, PGA Championship. So that's what's going to happen this week. Which we're, one is you and which one is Keegan? We're both going to be holding a trophy, Gil, as <laughs> I win the one and done finally. Kelly, we're outright win. Kelly, you exactly the same without the beard. Yeah, man. That's it. Same person. That's no like me at, at Are you wearing slack pants? Yeah, man. I guess I got that's me rocking a nice sharp pair of khakis there. Say, and, you uh, got some slack a white pants polo. Look at this guy got slack pants. Yeah, man. Well, wow. I, had, I had a big interview with Keegan Bradley. I had to do. You know what is that? A mahogany in the background there? What is that? Uh, what, what is, is that? that? that Seminole Golf Club, I believe, uh, uh, in South Florida. Oh, okay. You want to uh, you want to do a brisk draft? What do you want to do? Ready to do this? You guys want to do, do it? it? Two and a half minutes? Let's go. I'm Who's first. Let's go. Oh, wait. Who is first? Who's first? I lost. But you weren't dead last, right? Got, Matt I, was dead last. Matt was dead last. So Matt Gill, me. Go. Oh, he's still right. I'm going to take Martin Laird, top 40, plus 160. Yeah, I'm going to cross that one off. Good job, Matt. I'm taking Corey Connors, top five, three to one. Matt Fitzpatrick, top 20, minus 110. I will take. Doug Gim, top 40, plus 130. Matthew Fitzpatrick, top 10, 2-1. to one. Keegan Bradley, plus 140, top 20. Joel Damon, top 40, minus 110. Oh, is that right? Uh, I will go, uh, where is he? Abraham Answer, top 20, plus 160. I think Answer could b- bounce back a bit this week, too. No. I didn't play anything with him, but I think he could bounce he, back. If, if anything gets added to my account, it'll be it, him. Will, it, will, be, it I, will be him. I think I'm with you. He, he's definitely a possible add for me. Uh, I'm going to go tournament matchup here. Siwoo Kim, minus 110 over Keith Mitchell. Uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, top 20, minus 110. I already played that. You played the Fitz? Yep. Glover, top 40, plus 130. Top Canadian Corey Connors minus one ten. Oh Booyah. man, you beat me to it, Gil. Booyah. I didn't even look at nationality. I didn't have time to get <laughs> get over there. Dang drafting, it, drafting angry. Dang it, that's a good one. Okay, um, tournament matchup: Keegan Bradley over Seamus Power minus one twenty. And I will take Tony Finau over over uh, Gary Woodland minus one twenty. Hmm. Hmm. 
I'm gonna yeah. go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Br- uh, Brandon Grace, top South African, plus one eighty. Ryan Armour, top forty, plus two forty. All right, we did it, didn't we? Nailed it. Good job, guys. Nailed it. I mean, Matt. Matt only screwed up once. We only yeah. had one repeat bet. Yeah, we got it done. And we got it done with under two minutes. It was pretty impressive. Heat up ten on the Sixers with three fifty-five left in the second quarter. Heat. Sort of in control of this again. No Joel Embiid for the Sixers. No Kyle Lowry still for the Heat, right? He's still out? Yeah, he's still out. Still out for the uh, Heat. We'll see who returns for Game 3 on Friday. Much to be played here tonight, though, with the Heat in that 10-point lead. We'll come back. NFL Draft number one pick next year. You can bet on that. We'll do that in a bit. It's VEASAN's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Prove your fighting spirit. Prove it with the playoffs challenge presented by Modelo. Play free fantasy hoops in the eight part contest series and compete for your share of $4,000 per contest. Head to DraftKings.com slash Modelo now to get in on the action. Modelo, prove your fighting spirit. What are you doing? Putting in all my, my one and done picks. They're in now. Oh, you're one and done for for a different one and done that you do? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was wondering. How's yeah. that going for you? Uh, I'm cashing two of my three entries. Are you? So hmm. in the uh, in the Mayo one? Yeah. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I only got one entry. It ain't going well. It's going just. It's been a, the same picks as everything on this show, so it's not going very well. Kelly uh, trying to uh, get out of the uh, cellar of the one and done so that he doesn't have to buy me, Matt, and uh, the entire crew dinner. Is that word? No, it's just us. <laughs> just us. What was the crew dinner? What is that? What is that for again? That's well, for the draft. Oh, we the were, draft. We're supposed oh, to. So pizza. I might be the guy. Who <laughs> so, so last year, yeah. whoever lost the draft would buy the would, would buy, would buy the crew pizza, yeah, exactly. and then we just. Totally forgot about that. Yeah, we've fallen off. I did tell Isaiah though. So, so you know, you guys don't feel too bad because I said Isaiah, I want you to organize lunch for the guys someday this week. They were they worked their asses off on the draft last week. They deserve a good lunch. I was like, you figure out what day works best. I never heard from. I haven't heard from him yet. So, oh, the crew can get after him as far as I'm concerned. We had tweets. Frank from Seven Hills. No one owes an apology to Ben Simmons. You know, Frank, I don't. I'm not going to go that far. I think we might all owe an apology to Ben Simmons. I was uh, the reason. The reason I say the apology thing is because I was specifically like extra hard on him. Yes. In all of this. Yeah. Whereas, look, back surgery. Yes. Like you're voluntarily getting back. So, yeah. so if we don't owe an apology to Ben Simmons, what you're suggesting is he doesn't need the back surgery, and he's just doing it for the heck of it. Like I don't. I think we kind of do. Yeah. Hey, look, we can admit when we're wrong about stuff, yeah. man. Uh, Primetime says to Kelly Bidlin after that picture of Kelly and uh, Keegan Bradley, is that a pool net in your pants or are you just happy to be the ballpark, sir? <laughs> I think that was when we were discussing the uh, home run uh, in the water. He, I think he melded two things together. <laughs> also, Kelly, I, I assume this is after several days out on the golf course because you are you are particularly red-faced. Yes, today. I was red, yeah. Yeah. Not a lot well, of sunscreen. No, it's local news in South Florida. It'd be me, me, you. You either apply sunscreen and get it gets rained off, while you get trapped in the rain, and then you just get sunburned afterward. Or there's no rain and you didn't put on sunscreen and you get sunburned. Hey, look at this. Haralibus Vulgaris, famous uh, basketball better, was in the Dallas Mavericks front office for a while. He just tweeted, "Maybe everyone owes him, meaning Ben Simmons, an apology." How about that? Must be listening to this show. 
except for people that went after him for wearing sunglasses on the bench. Those people are exempt in his opinion, he says. I was confused for a second. I was like, yeah. he tweeted at us? No. no he, <laughs> he didn't tweet at us. I have a question for you about the Heat. Heat, heat are up nine over the Sixers, 55 seconds left. And yes, I get it. Save me the Joel Embiid is not playing tweets. But we just came off a NCAA championship where the Kansas Jayhawks were like the number one seed that no one talked about before March Madness. And then you look up and there they are on championship night. And I'm just wondering, is we talk about all these other teams, right? The Warriors, everybody talked about the Nets during the regular season. How ridiculous does that seem now? The Bucks, the Celtics. Do the Heat have a little Jayhawks vibe to you? And to me, absolutely. I, I, I mean, it's they're rolling out guys like Game, Gabe Vincent and Max Struess. Come on, like we wouldn't be making a big deal of that, a deal of that if they were any other team in the NBA. But it's the the Heat, the whole Heat culture thing, right? Like it's, you're going to trust them to trust Bolster to make the right calls, and he has. Duncan Robinson hasn't even played in this series yet. What? What a oh, did he did he get bailed out for a call there? Are you kidding? Oh, that's brutal. They got Victor Oladipo fouling Harden with .1 second left on the clock here in, at, in the second quarter. Did he get fouled? Oh, that's brutal. Did he foul? It's the landing zone. Oh, please. So James Harden will go to the free throw line for three to close out this half. Sixers down 11. Tyler Hero with a 5 of 7 night so far, 3 of 4 from 3, 16 points, leads all scorers in the game. Also leads the Heat, actually leads every, the uh, game-high 5 rebounds for Tyler Hero as well. Well, looky there. I was not <laughs> expected to see that. I, just, I, I do think that Jayhawks comparison deserves to be voiced just because we just don't talk about the Heat. Yeah. And maybe they're just, maybe they're just going to sneak up on... Most people, not on Kelly Bidlin, but maybe they're going to sneak up on most people, and when all said and done, there they will be in the NBA Finals. I don't know. I mean, look. We need more Adonis Haslam minutes first for me to <laughs> before buy you, Before you commit to that. Yeah. You need the Jackie Moon minutes yeah, out there, the yeah. coach player on, yeah. the, on, the, on the court. The, uh, I mean, what you've assembled this year, and it, it's, it's all for the playoffs, right? As soon as Lowry, it, when Lowry gets back, you're talking about a starting five that includes four of the top defenders in the league. Yeah, who doesn't like that? You know, I mean, who, you know, it's... Whatever you want to talk about with some of their – look, they have some inefficiencies on offense. It was part of why I wasn't the biggest fan of, of the Lowry trade because I didn't like the idea of them losing Goran Dragic with everything he brought off the bench for them last year and in seasons past, past couple years. But, I mean, you go up against that kind of starting lineup for on the defensive side of the ball, it, it, it's unmatched in the, in the league. Credit where credit's due. If we're gonna roast him when he when he when he doesn't shoot, we gotta give credit when he does. Harden yeah. t- took ten shots in the first half. He made half of them, so he's shooting fifty percent from the floor. Um, five of five from the line. Also chipped in with three boards, five assists, and with those three free throws, actually ties Tyler, uh, Tyler Hero for the uh, lead in scoring in the first half. Sixteen points for Harden there. He does have three turnovers, but that's you know again. That's uh, and that's a big that's a big three just to go into the locker room mm-hmm. with the mentality of just being down eight as opposed to eleven. Harden did the old step back thing, and I mean it's you know obviously these are skewed because of that very last play, but even just seeing five for five from the free throw line, mm-hmm. if you're a Sixers fan, you got to be happy about that because uh, I mean anytime he's getting to the line, that's where he's going to be able to score the most effectively from these days. Four of fourteen from 
from deep for the Sixers in the first half for 28.6%, while the Heat did shoot 47% in the first half. It doesn't make me want to bet the Sixers, really. It doesn't make me want to jump in because, again, we did get a little bit of an outlier here from Harden that we hadn't seen in, in a while. That being said... Uh, the Heat are not really a prolific three, high percentage three shooting team. So that 47% is, is very much not likely to carry over in, into the second half. So um, just something to think about. Just if you were, if you were leaning the Sixers anyway, you're probably, I mean, I imagine we're getting about the same number that you were getting before and you have a whole half of, uh, you have a whole half of data in front of you. No, yeah, you're getting you 10 and a half. 10 and a half. Yeah, 10 and a half. The the total's actually a little interesting to me. Two four to up to two fourteen and a half. I'm not I'm not gonna fire on a live under, but that mm. would that would intrigue me a little bit. Over over on the ice, we've got uh Hurricanes up to three to nothing now on the Bruins. Uh, about a little bit more halfway through the second period. You can get seventeen to one on the Bruins if you're feeling lucky. Five and a half is the total. Juiced slightly to the over. Lightning with a one to nothing lead over the Maple Leafs, one and a half minutes into the second period. Lightning minus 190, Maple Leafs plus 140, total set at five, juiced to the over. And over in baseball, we got a bunch going on. Uh, Padres and Guardians now all tied in the in the ninth, five apiece. Yeah. Uh, Rangers and Phillies, they're tied, but they're scoreless. Uh, that is in the seventh inning. Why can't I find that game? Always a issue. Bottom of the seventh, to be uh, precise. Phillies minus one ninety five live. Rangers plus one fifty five. Two and a half. Your live total. Yeah, I, I mentioned. Oh, I'm sorry, Kelly. You had more. Yeah, I got a Apologies. couple more. Uh, Orioles up on the Twins nine to four. That game in the let's see fourth inning there. Live numbers off the board. Blue Jays up on the Yankees two to one. Uh, that came in the bottom of the fifth. Blue Jays minus two twenty. Yankees plus one seventy. Six and a half your total. Red Sox up on the Angels three to two. That one in the bottom of the fifth inning. Live numbers currently off the board. Reds and Brewers two apiece. Top of the third inning. Yep, Brewers tied that back up. To, they are back up to minus three fifteen live, three thirty live. Reds plus two forty nine and a half your total. And, and the Cubs up on the White Sox three to two. That came in the top of the fourth live numbers off the board. And again, this is the difference between the NBA playoffs, also from a betting standpoint, and the NHL playoffs. Tampa Bay up now two to nothing on Toronto uh, as uh, Perry scores for the Lightning. So the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs up two to nothing on the Leafs, who remember one game one five to nothing. And you just can't, like, you know, in all these NBA series, we're like, well, I don't see the Grizzlies winning, you know, more than a game, that kind of thing. In hockey, in these in this postseason, one game has nothing to do with the previous game. Just nothing. Right. And so here you are again, and all of a sudden after, you know, good for the Leafs, having the best start they could possibly have in that series. But here we are just, uh, you know, not even a half a game later. And, uh-oh. You know, those old feelings might come back. Tampa Bay, excuse me, Toronto has not won a postseason series since 2004. Haven't won a Stanley Cup famously since 1967. A lot of hockey to be played tonight. But right now, Tampa Bay, two, and the Leafs, nothing. As Tampa Bay, once again, last 14 postseason games they've lost, they came right back and won 14-0 after a loss. Well on their way to making that 15-0 tonight. We'll come back. Number one pick of the NFL draft. Let's look at those odds next. Beeson's primetime action. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
The Kentucky Derby is Saturday. In case you haven't heard, right now, Beeson's offering you a special $9.99 Kentucky Derby betting guide with previews of all the horses and jockeys for every race, plus best bets for the entire weekend, including the run for the roses. Pre-order your copy now for only $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash Derby Guide. That's VEASAN.com slash Derby Guide. Derby Guide. Derby Guide. Did the uh, Lightning score a third goal? I believe they did. Did they? They I still got 2-0. Oh, you still got 2-0? Maybe I was looking at a different uh, replay. Sorry. 2 to nothing. Still. They would have done that in a flash. <laughs> oh, I see what you did. Hey! Matt Brown, he'll be here all night. Yes, I'm He'll be at Knee Slappers in Lubbock. He was watching, uh, speaking of Flash, he was watching the Champions League match today, too. That just, oh, uh, it, it shifted like that. 80-1 to 1 live on Real Madrid adds two goals in stoppage time. Whew. Dude, it was, it, I looked at the score, and it was 1-0. By the way, the Bruins finally score a goal. It was 1-0, that's soccer talk, at 90 minutes, Mark. So I just, I looked away, right? I, I looked away. I came back an hour later, and I was like, wait, What? Three to one Real Madrid. I'm like, what happened? Yeah, then they got a penalty like right away in yeah. the first extra time period. But they're moving on. Big upset over Man City. Moving on. Oh, so the Benzema goal. So so, so here ben, we have Benzema so, was a penalty. Yeah. Be, and Benzema was in was in extra time, not added yes, time. Yes, that was it. Yeah, extra ah, time. Ah, that's it. So the two Rodrigo goals were in added. So time. Troy Beal, who just said, Gil, I have a question for you. I loved uh Chris Valiga's play today. So I took it many times. Both teams are scoring Kareem Benzema to score. It was to score any time. FanDuel uh, marked it as a loser. Is this correct ruling? The Benzema to score it's probably yeah, in regulation is is not yeah. does not count. That is a correct ruling because it was in extra time. I you got know? a couple questions about that today yeah. as well. I, I said check with your book. I don't really know, but I would guess that they, most soccer bets like that are for regulation time. Yeah. So yeah, had it been an added time, that's one thing. But yeah. extra time, not a thing. Makes sense to you, Matt. And now for our new segment, hockey and horses with Matt. Brown. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I can talk. I, can I, talk. I wanted Moreno to make a make a nice open for that today. I was trying to get that done. Hey, hey I can talk some horses. Hey. Oh, you impressed everybody last night. All right, Cyberknife, take it easy over there. Hey, you want a uh, Ryan Hyatt question of the night? Yeah, fire away. Ryan Hyatt, who has provided us with question of the nights pretty much since the inception of this show. And we haven't gone to him in yeah. a few weeks, so we go to Ryan Hyatt. Thoughts on in-game NHL betting. How does it differ from other sports, and how does it change from regular season to postseason, or should we play Keno in Omaha? <laughs> uh, I think I speak for the crew when I say we are no in-game NHL betting experts. Yeah. Just want to preface it by saying that. No. Uh, but I am uh, – and, and, and there is nothing – so an, it, there is nothing mathematical about what I'm going to say. But I will in the postseason take teams that are trailing at ridiculous numbers – and take flyers on it. But that is the extent of yeah. my NHL and, and, and We are very, very transparent about not being, you know, hockey connoisseurs. And, and I don't I don't ingest enough hockey to where – so in basketball, we can, we can watch a game. We can see the flow of a game. We can see that a star player is off. We can see some po- regression, like, to, the, to either positive or negative, whatever it may be. There, there's there's – signals for us as to as opposed to like you know hockey where I would just be I don't know really what I'm looking at as far as like what could get better or what could get worse or you know anything in game to lead me towards a bet we're, we're talking about here and this and we're like yeah I'm not gonna bet on the Sixers but 
Right. They shot really poorly from three, and the Heat shot really good from three. And they're, they, you know, if they come back closer together, then certainly that ten and a half, yeah, would be in play. You know, but th- at least we can draw a conclusion. Like I'm watching hockey, I wouldn't know what Correct. would draw me to a ten. Is same thing if I'm if I'm betting in game. I have a pre-flop handicap. If I feel the guy I'm on is underperforming or he's down, I'll jump in on it. If I feel like his serve percentage is down based on what his number or her number is, I'll bet it. But, yes, hockey is I, – I couldn't tell you what I'd be basing yeah. it on. I, I feel like the – yeah, I mean, same here. I mean, we, we might mess around with some stuff live, but the uh, – what do we got, another goal? Leafs uh, – excuse me, the Leafs are on the board. Oh, no. Bunty puts the biscuit in the basket, so they cut the uh, – the Lightning lead in half, two to one. Oh, is that a soft goal? Oh, here we go. Who oh. couldn't clear it out of the oh, zone? Yeah, somebody got bad. Uh, Kamali whopped into the glass. Yeah, the defenseman tried to tried to clear it, didn't, and Toronto takes advantage. That was my hockey analysis. Right and just there. more fisticuffs up here in Carolina. Oh, I care. They, 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 <laughs> they, they hate each other. That's in that a chokehold yeah. right there. They just right. hate each other in that game. <laughs> that game, they, they hate each other. Yankees 10-game winning streak on the line here. Top of the – is that the 6th or the 8th up there? 2-1, to one, Blue Jays. The 6th. Top of the 6th, runner at third, one out, and Aaron Judge at the plate. Sack fly will tie it up. And that uh, Reds 2 to nothing lead earlier uh, in the uh, first inning, that has uh, – went by the wayside in the bottom of the uh, second when the Brewers played it two, two runs, and now it is 2-2, it is, uh, two to two. still bottom of the third, but the Brewers with a runner on and nobody out. So, Reds trying to improve on that 3-20 and record. <laughs> we'll see if it happens. All right, we can bet, again, if you still have NFL draft fever, and I know you do, we can bet on the number one pick in the 2023 NFL draft. Would you like to see the odds? Here it goes. I would love to see them. No surprise, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. Bingo, bango at the top. 2-1 to one on Stroud, the quarterback of Ohio State. Bryce Young, Bama's quarterback, plus 225. Will Anderson, I keep forgetting he's going back to Bama, plus 330. Um, remember, there was Heisman buzz on him this past year as well. Everybody else is double digits. Uh, apparently, from from everything I'm reading now, that with now that people are like looking ahead, and given where the the draft kind of fell and stuff, had Will Anderson been eligible for this yes. draft, which he was not, mm-hmm. it would have been a it had been a Trevor Lawrence situation essentially, where he'd have gone number one. Where if once we had decided that the Jags were going to go defense, he'd have been the guy. That it would have been yeah. the no question. He, I believe that. Yeah, like the the no question, he would have been the guy. Like no matter what, and and the only reason it's different for next year is because we're looking at a. Oh, do we just have someone just get the reason? There, the reason again? that there was fisticuffs in this game between the Bruins and the Canes is because look at this hit coming up here. Bam! That just seems unnecessary. That is a car wreck, is what that is. Seems unnecessary. That's that's going to be a big time penalty here on uh, Andre Svechnikov of the Canes. You're familiar with his work. Well man. done. Yeah, thank you. Um, other names on this list: uh, Jackson Smith and Jiba of Ohio State, who, if you remember the Rose Bowl this year, he was the kid who just had the greatest game a wideout could ever have, and the next day was the day where Jamar Chase went off for the Bengals. So it was like a wide receiver weekend in college and pro football. Um, that game against the Chiefs, the regular season game for the Bengals against the Chiefs. Uh, he's at 15 to 1. Tyler Van Dyke, there you go, uh, Kelly, 18 to 1 for the uh, Miami quarterback at 18 to 1. Spencer Rattler, who's now at uh, South Carolina, he's at 20 to 1. 
And uh, those are some of the notables on that list. But it is Stroud and Young and Anderson, and that's probably what it ought to be. I wish Eli Ricks still played for LSU. But, yeah. Logo. Yeah, he is. Uh, he transfer portal. No, another Bama copy and paste over there. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I learned that Boston College has a good quarterback. That's what I learned when putting this together. Hmm. Phil, so, Phil, however you pronounce your last, Yurkovich, Jerkovich, I don't know. 15 to 1 on him seems yeah. awfully short, right? So and, I mean, this is properly priced, I think, at the top. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, you know, we, I have to make the trip to Kingman or something if I wanted to do it. But it, it is interesting to me to start kind of collecting quarterbacks here with there being so many quarterbacks that are so highly touted that, you know, yes. Is yeah. it likely to be Stroud or Young? <laughs> it is. But you're right. There's our over six prop right here next yeah. year. Yeah. Like, is it likely to be Stroud or Young? It is. However, I mean, again, like we have seen other quarterbacks come in and and certainly, you know, be be in the mix or whatever. And so the the one for me that is very interesting because it was thirty five to one, and even this twenty five to one to be first quarterback. Is is Levis right? Like like Will Levis right there at thirty five to one for Kentucky. If you look at these early mock drafts, and I understand they don't mean anything, mm-hmm. but, but you got to take bombs if you're betting this right. now, right? I like all the ones out there right now. Uh, PFF did one, of course. Like we said, Dane Brugler did one. They did one over at CBS and all stuff like that. Like Ricks has gone in the. I mean, Levis has gone in the top ten of all three of them. He was in the top five in two of the three, right? So like that is how highly, at least early on here these guys that do this for a living think of him, right? Like like right. that he is a top 10 talent and, and in some of the cases a top five talent. Is this also a, a legit a list that we're showing off air here as well, Kelly, or is yeah. that something else? Yeah, no, this market's so, so up at DraftKings. First Hendon, quarterback draft. Hendon Hooker at 30-1 to one to go first uh, from Tennessee. Malik Cunningham from Louisville's at 30-1. to one. Other quarterbacks up on this list. Keaton Slovis at Southern Cal. He's at 40-1. to one. We're getting on to his brother again, right? Oh, Talia Tagovailoa at Maryland, sixty to one. <laughs> Has my eyes been taking cash yet? Has mine? Because that was a glorious thirty-six hours. <laughs> we had a great time. Uh, for, what a was it even that long? It was two hundred to one. No, I think it was less than thirty-six hours. I think it was less hours. than that. I think we I think we played it on a Thursday and they played on a Friday, something like that. And he threw three picks in the first half. So, too bad on that. <laughs> Coming back, we'll update all the scores, including the Heat in the NBA next. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... 
I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.